Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. <laughs> I'm Justin Baroni. <coughs> and today, we're smoking some nugs. Some legit nugs. The Smalls Indica Slaps Fino Number 25. Booyah! From Nugs. <laughs> it's really awesome. It's an indica, but it gives you like, I don't know, about an hour of uplift before you crash down. I haven't smoked the, this bong in a while, so I figured I'd take a second hit. I hope you're having a good Friday. Thank you for joining me, Justin Baroni, to start your weekend off right, baby. Here we go. Let's do this one more time, just for fun. Because it's been a while. <laughs> I want to have a nice, proper sesh today. I hope you guys are having a good week. You've enjoyed yourselves over Christmas and all that fun stuff. Because I haven't been back for a bit. I know I apologize. Um, surprisingly, things have gotten a lot harder to do. Like, to get stuff done. I don't know why. It just has. Um, yeah, I thought... Uh, <laughs> I thought I had everything pretty much, like, under control and ready to go and... You know, was able to record on a pretty regular basis. Um, but as you can see, it's been a few weeks now. Now, of course, I went away uh, to Alberta for the sun, uh, for Christmas. So that obviously... I tried to get a podcast done with my dad, but we didn't have time. We had too many people, <coughs> too many kids around on a regular basis. But that's what Christmas is all about. So, you know, it was a good time with them and it was fun. Uh, it was fun spending time out there. It was a little different. It was the first flight for um my kids first time they've been on an airplane um yeah but overall it was it was a good trip nice family time uh i got to see alberta that was pretty fucking cool it's basically texas north i guess you could say like real where real men's men live <laughs> so everybody out there seems to work on the oil fields or like in some kind of blue collar job i mean there's not a lot out there um so it totally makes sense but yeah, it was a good time. It was definitely different. Very flat. A lot of snow. They said that they don't get as much, don't normally get as much snow as they got. Um, but they had a ton, shit ton of snow. Like, I'm telling you, it was probably on the side. So what they do, this is actually kind of cool. So what they do is they take, um, they take all the snow from the road when they have to plow and they put it as a pile in the middle so that the dividing line of the road, even on like a side street, is a giant mound of snow. Um, and then cars drive on either side of it. Right? <laughs> it's actually really neat and I feel like it would, you know, prevent accidents because if you're going to slide, you're just going to slide into a big pile of snow. Hopefully not, you know, not break anything or hurt anybody. But yeah, it seemed like, you know what it was like? It was like having like a bumper rail, like for kids and bowling, but on the street. <laughs> so if you slid, you just bounced off and came back into the middle of the road. So that was pretty neat to see. Um, and then they would go around the communities later with like little dump trucks and pick it all, like have front end loaders pick it all up and toss it away into a pile, into a giant, well, it became a mountain over the time we were there because we were there for like nine days. And it was pretty pretty neat to see because they built a like a mountain like a like a mountain <laughs> it was massive and it was just snow over the course of i don't know a couple weeks or something but 
yeah, it was pretty neat. It was pretty ingenious. They could have used bigger trucks, I think. Because <laughs> they were using some little-ass trucks. And it fucked with traffic around town a little bit, I tell you what. But, you know, as somebody that's driven a front-end loader before and seen how trucks operate, it was pretty cool to watch this happen in the middle of a street while people were driving around. It was pretty good. They're pretty uh, skilled operators, I guess you could say. <laughs> Dude, that weed is hitting me nice. I haven't smoked yet today. And I hope you are having your smoke with me. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you start off your weekend with a smile. Even if your week was a little tough. Sorry, I feel like I've got something in my teeth. That's why I'm either making that weird face or sound, whatever you're watching or hearing. <laughs> I have like little bits of food. I didn't eat all my food. But, yeah, I had, uh, I've had quite the go of trying to keep this podcast going because you know life gets in the way man especially when you got to work and the whole point was to sort of take step aside and do my own thing um and and take some of the money from the house and put it into this podcast and do the podcast and I've noticed that in the last little while um I've had very little time to do the podcast and promote it and do stuff like that I don't know if this is like if people really enjoy it, I hope you do. I hope you have a good time. I hope you laugh. I hope you get to like, you know, have somebody to smoke with on a kid from time to time. But I really want to be able to put the effort into it. And I find that lately I haven't been able to put any effort into it. So instead of putting out crap, I figured, you know, I'll take a little bit of time off and hopefully get the chance and the opportunity to come back with some better episodes. So that's what I'm trying to do here is get back into the swing of things. Because I find that, like, lately, there's a lot of shit that goes on that's, like, contradictory of what people want. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a pretty simple person. (laughs) I want to eat well. I want to have a house. I want to live a good life. And I want to be happy. And I want to have fun. That's it. There's not a lot to that. So I try to treat everybody accordingly, right? Well, I've noticed that the thing that frustrates me the most is that people nowadays seem to be fucking pussies. (laughs) Like everybody gets butthurt about fucking everything. As a supervisor or a key holder at a shop, I've had a lot of interactions that I haven't had to have in the past. Because as a manager, you have to keep people on track. As a father, you have to point little kids in a direction and help them, like, think in good ways. You know what I'm saying? So, it's been very eye-opening over the last little while because I've been engulfed in this world of work again. (laughs) Where I'm trying to kind of get away from that. I'm trying to work, but have work be dictated by me, not dictated to me. You know what I'm saying? So I've started to notice that all of the reference that comes back to me, even if it's talk back from my kids, like back talk, or you tell somebody to do something at work, or you tell somebody to do so you want your kids to do something at home. They, it's always this attitude of, well, what are you going to do for me to get me to do the thing you want me to do? I'm not going to do a fucking thing for you. You're going to do the thing to get the thing you want. (laughs) Where did this, like, mentality flip? And I see how it can be, you know, 
applied to a lot of how society and the talking heads are working nowadays. I know I'm not saying anything new, but what I'm trying to make the point of, I guess, is that all of it is kind of ridiculous. Even the people that are trying to show the people how not to be like that, how to not think, well, what is somebody going to give to me to get me to do that thing instead of like putting in the effort to get the thing that you want, which I really notice with my kids. So I set up a fucking chore chart, baby. <laughs> These kids chore it up every day now. I have been slacking as a parent because as soon as they had to do chores, all of a sudden the asking for like petty money to go get like candies and stuff changed because now they have to spend their own money. Occasionally I'll still put some money in, but ultimately it's up to them. They're making money, they're getting paid, you know, follow through, do your thing. Get your own snacks. <laughs> so now that they know what it's like to have to provide for themselves, funny thing is my nine-year-old, my youngest is like the one I'm not going to ever have to worry about about money. She has a job before school. She gets up at 6 a.m. She's nine. She goes in and volunteers down at the fucking um, community center. And she chose to do that on her own. And she's always on time. If she's late, it's my fault. I'm telling you this right now. I don't get up that early. <laughs> so, like, they're dedicated. They're starting to understand what it costs to do things and what the benefit of their effort is as if they put it in. If they put in a heavy, if they focus, they do the right things, they put in the effort, they start to get it. So when I show them things <laughs> on TikTok or you know, or they see things on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, you start to notice that they have your sensibility. <laughs> because they'll see something that's absolutely stupid. Like, I don't know, let's say like some chick bouncing around in a bikini talk like with you know, they're not doing anything. <laughs> they're just in a bikini, bouncing, doing nothing. And the girls are looking at that going like, well, what are you doing here? Like, where's the talent? Where's the effort? Nobody's putting in an effort. And then everybody wants to get pissed off and talk like shitty to people because they're trying to get to a certain point or they feel like they're owed something. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck that shit. You're not owed shit. You got to go out there and fucking earn it, man. And I, it, uh, it's just, it's like offensive. You know what I'm saying? Like all these people want to get offended by the fact that like people don't use their pronouns properly or like they dead name people or they do this or they do that. And it's always like, there's always some kind of negative in how everybody has acted for the longest time, right? Like we've, we've matured as a society. We've moved on and we've definitely grown. But at the same time, we have to learn from our mistakes. So there's periods of time where, you know, it's a learning period for, you know, the, you know, how man works, I guess you could say. And all of a sudden now we're supposed to abandon what it is that got us to the point where we have to accept people because of, you know, who they want to be or how they want to be perceived versus uh, the reality of the situation, really. Because <laughs> let's be honest, like, if you're looking at, you, at me going, I'm a chick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you have bad taste in women, I guess, because no, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like with having to accept people for everything, which I do, I don't care what you do. 
do you and do it as best you can. But to make everybody else have to do it because so you feel validated is fucking stupid. <laughs> Nobody should have to validate you except you. You make yourself the point, the focal point of you and then do that. Stop telling everybody else how they have to address you or this or that. Like, who cares? Ultimately, it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't like, it doesn't disrupt your life. And if it does disrupt your life, you're emotionally attached to that thought or that idea. And the idea that you could be um, that emotionally attached that you get so butthurt that you have to go after somebody else for not calling you him when you want to be called her. And they didn't know. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Ridiculous expectation. Ridiculous to expect anybody should know that of you if they've just met you. It's ridiculous to think that uh, they should do that even if you ask them to. Because the idea that you want to be called that, great, sure. But the the fact is, is that, that people have been speaking in a certain way for years. You can't just expect them to immediately drop everything they've thought, the way they've talked, you know, the way they've interacted, and the words that they've used without some adjustment period happening for your... Like, you have to be as accepting as you want us to be accepting, I guess is what you're saying. And I'm when I say us, I mean people that just sort of look at it like, you do whatever you want, but I don't necessarily remember or commit to memory what your pronoun's going to be. I just think, okay, that person's cool. I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> I don't care what you are, who you... Like, you know, you know a lot, aside from... Being the person that, you know, if you hurt somebody, then I'm not dead. But other than that, I think it's fine. <laughs> think what you want. Be who you want to be. But don't force other people to want to be that way too. Or act that way. I'm really high. I have no idea what I'm saying anymore. I went on a rant that really went nowhere. <laughs> what I am saying is I'm accepting of everybody. But, at, but like, you got to let me be me, man. I say things that are wrong sometimes. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I know everybody makes mistakes. So yeah, so that thought, and this, I guess, episode has been straight out of that. I'm just fed up with people not getting along. Everybody bickers all the time. They talk about bullshit. Like, people are worried, you know, instead of just having a good time and looking at life, like, I have so many things that are you know, good, and I don't mean me specifically, I mean, that's the way people should think, right, it's like, I got so much good shit going on right now, I want to capitalize on the good shit, but everybody focuses on all the bullshit that's going on, this gets stuck on repeat, fixated, it's really frustrating, all I want to do is get high with friends, drive fast cars, do this, <laughs> and talk nonsense, really, just like, Mull thoughts over. See if your ideas can change. See if, like, how you think one day is the same way you think down the road. Because I know I think definitely differently than I did, like, even a couple years ago. I, I look at certain situations that I may have, you know, interpreted poorly a couple years ago. I look at them very differently. I don't respond nearly the same way. I have a little more empathy for things. But at the same time, I've always just been the type of person that's like, you know what? Do your thing. Let your people let people do whatever the fuck they want, provided they're not hurting you. It doesn't matter. Why do we have to make a big stink about how we address each other? You know? People make mistakes. People move on. I also find it funny along those lines that like 
Andrew Tate. <laughs> Dude. Okay, this guy came out as like an internet super fucking villain. Okay? And then all of a sudden, slowly but gradually, he has turned it around. Do you know what I mean? Like, he... Okay. So he comes out. He comes out all aggressive. All the... Uh, all the clips and everything about him come out and they're all very pointedly masculine, right? And like heavy-handedly that way. He pushes that for a while, then I guess gets canceled, and now he's picked up for fucking, um, what was it, human trafficking, okay? This, I don't know how, I don't know if it's true or not, but what I'm thinking is, this guy may have, like, masterminded <laughs> the best, like, manipulation of media, maybe ever. Because <laughs> everything he's done, he's turned to his benefit. So he comes out, he's Captain, you know, uh, Mr. Villain Guy over there, right? And then he goes from Villain Guy to, like, your best friend, right? Now, all of a sudden, he's popular, but he, but all the same clips that were out f are f that were out before that were... Uh, sort of painting him in in a, neg in a negative or heavily masculine way or like what do you call it um what's it called like he's like heavily to heavily toxic mascul masculinity that kind of thing right so he's putting that out now all of a sudden right before he gets picked up for jail all these clips are coming out it's the same clips cut differently to show him less like more equally pliable you know, he still had his base sort of values and things that he stuck to that were very masculine and traditional. But at the same time, the clips that come out now are the same interviews, but with like the twit, a more positive or more, uh, wholly accepting spin to it. You know what I mean? There's clips out there showing him getting along with women as opposed to arguing them in interviews. And like, I think this is part of how people are interacting with each other. I think that what's happening is... We're getting this, like, crazy idea that we could just act however the fuck we want <laughs> without any kind of, you know, um, moral or, like, sense of, I don't know if moral is the right word. Not moral. But, like, we don't operate with the same kind of, oh, what's the fucking word for it? Give me a second. I'll think of it. How's your Friday going? I hope you're enjoying the sesh. <laughs> what do you call it? What's the fucking word? I'm talking about when you're interacting with people just on a regular basis. Yeah, respect. But not respect. It's, you know, um, a certain decorum that's understood to be used between two people, right? So, like, what I'm saying is <laughs> the <coughs> people have lost that sense. They've lost that sense of interaction where, you know, you want to be treated as you would uh, treat others as you would want to be treated. People are now just out to get whatever they want to get. And they're getting worse at shit. Like driving is drives me crazy every fucking day. <laughs> every fucking day. I drive all over town because I have to take my kids to school and all that stuff, right? And then I'll be driving the same route back and forth. I'll have fucking people cut me off. You know what drives me the most crazy about driving now? Because I drive a sports... I drive a race car. <laughs> like, I don't always want to go fast, but I don't want to get stuck behind somebody because no matter what, I can go faster than you. So I want to be first. 
<laughs> also, I'm competitive a little bit. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, <laughs> this weed is delicious, and I'm not going anywhere for a bit. But, what, uh, what I'm saying is, is that driving now, the fast lane is for passing. Everybody that drives, at least in Guelph, where I'm at, people that are driving in the fast lane are not using it to pass. What they're doing is they're, they're doing this. They're driving as fast as the car in the slow lane and cutting off traffic. <laughs> Dude, that makes me so fucking mad. Where was I going with that? I don't even know. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't care where that went. I have no idea. This whole thing was just supposed to be about the idea that I fucking don't like the fact that people don't want men to be men. Like, in any way. People, most people themselves seem to not want to put in an actual effort into what they're fucking doing. Um, and when I say people, I mean everybody. I have three kids. I have two girls and a boy. And with all of them, I see their friends. I see other people. I see the people that, you know, I work with and stuff like that. And the people in the shop, like just on, on all different levels. And you can tell people that are getting shit done. Even if they smoke weed, even if they do this or that, they, everybody that seems to be successful has the same idea. You have to get after it. You can't expect anybody to adjust for you. You have to adjust for whatever it is that you're doing and do it as best you can so that you can get the things that you want, whatever that is, right? Whereas nowadays, even right down to like sexuality and preference and, you know, um, the idea that you want to be called this or that when you're not this or that or you want whatever. I don't care. Do it. Call yourself that. But expecting that other people just snap into this like reality where, you know, they've been they've been introduced to it for like hundreds of years, a certain way to talk. And then all of a sudden introduce this new idea that, you know, may or may not make sense. <laughs> but you're forced to just accept that and all of a sudden there's a penalty for not accepting that and not, not all of a sudden including it and being all inclusive. You don't give any adjustment period, man. You need to, just as much as you have to put in the effort and put in the work, there's an expectation that there's a certain amount of adjustment that it takes to get to the point where you're good at whatever the work is that you're doing and you become successful. So you have to put in that time. It's the same with the expectation that if you want to be identified as a rock and I've known you as... Steven <laughs> for fucking, you know, 10 years. And all of a sudden you come up and say, Hey, I identify as a rock. Call me rock. I have to adjust to that. I'm going to call you Steven for probably the next couple months <laughs> until my brain goes, Oh yeah, that's not Steven. That's rock, <laughs> which, you know, whatever I'll do it, but you got to give me the time to adjust. And I feel like as a as a society, we've gotten past the point where we're giving each other time to actually adjust to what we want, what we want to improve on. Instead of adjusting and waiting and having patience and watching it progress, we just like fire off at it until we get what we want. And then when we get what we want, we just decide, oh, that's it. I want it now and I'm not waiting for anybody to make the adjustment. Now let's find out a way to get those people in trouble so they can get out of my way so I can get the stuff I want. But like, dude, whatever. <laughs> if your name's Karen, you want me to call me, you know, or want me to call you, uh, I don't know, John, I'll do that. Just give me time to adjust. I've known you as that person forever. <laughs> Same with people that, 
like young people that go into work now, you know, oh, I could be this, I could be that, I could run this store, I could do this, I could, you know, I'm sure you can. But you also have to understand that everybody learns and the sooner you you learn that like, if you, you have to put in the work, you have to settle yourself into the situation or the thing that you're going after. And it takes time to do that. You There's an adjustment period and you have to let the adjustment period take its time to get you there or help you get there. I guess that's what I'm saying about this whole fucking situation that I'm apparently very adamantly, stupidly, I don't even know if this makes sense. I hope this makes sense. <laughs> but I wish everybody could just actually, instead of saying that they're being accepting, just be fucking accepting. <laughs> okay? Like... Actually do it. Words mean shit until your action, like, your action has to match what you say. You can tell me whatever you want, but if you don't follow through and do it, I don't care. I want to see you follow through and do it. I'd rather you succeed and be good at it and prove it than just saying you can do shit and then never following through. That's it. No matter what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, you know, let's get back on track here. Let's like, forget all this fluffy bullshit that doesn't really matter to anything, really. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. In the grand scheme of things, there's much more important stuff to be worried about. Like, you know, whatever electronic uh, AI progress we've made, that's probably more important than find, like, you know, talking about who is what and masculinity and blah, blah, blah. Let's just move on. <laughs> let's just... Find a way to fucking deal with it and move ahead. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Ugh. I don't care what you want to be. Be what you want to be. And be it totally. Like, be in 100%. But don't expect anybody else to give a shit. That's all. Because if you... I don't know. Why would you want someone to give a shit? Don't you just want to be, like, left to do... Don't you want to be able to just do your own thing? Not be told what to do? Then you want to go out and try and tell other people what to do? Come on, man. You got to prove yourself before you can say anything to anybody else. All right, that was some long-winded bullshit. But if you're past the point of wanting to uh, deal with the bullshit, you know what a good way of dealing with the bullshit is? You ever heard of CBG? CBG is like CBD. But CBG, if I remember this correctly, is essentially like the mother oil in the cannabis plant. It helps THC become THC. It helps CBD be CBD. Um, I can't remember the exact name of it. But that, this week, is our weed facts. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. Like here, weed facts. It always fucks up. Why? Can somebody tell me why Bluetooth is always delayed on shit like this? Like, it works fine on my on my computer, but, and then on Bluetooth, it's like delayed. Anyway, it's supposed to be a longer sound. It's supposed to sound, hold on, like that. So dumb. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this week's weed facts. <laughs> are all about CBG. Like I said, the mother strain, uh, the mother strain, the mother strain? No. 
I believe it's the mother, um, the essential, the mother oil. That's like the essential mother oil that everything else comes from. It is possibly one of the neatest highs I think I've ever had is off CBG. So the next time you're looking for something like a pre-roll or like, uh, edibles are pretty good. Um, a pre-roll or edibles, look for something that has a little bit of CBG in it because that will bring that high up to like a little bit more, a little bit of a higher level, I guess you could say. It helps progress the high in a good way. Yeah. So here's a little background for this week's weed facts. CBG. It was first synthesized in 1964 alongside THC and has been studied extensively for its medical potential. It's often called the mother of all cannabinoids. There, that's what I was trying to say. Not oils, cannabinoids. <laughs> because without it, cannabis would have no high. Holy shit, there you go. And this is from, sorry, I forgot to say this. So this is from uh, leafly.ca forward slash news uh, forward slash cannabis dash 101 forward slash what is CBG cannabinoid. So that's what I'm saying. CBG is the thing that makes weed weed apparently. So let's see here. All right. Weed fact number one. Research indicates it can bind to both CB1 and CB2 receptors within the body's endocannabinoid system, meaning it not only interacts directly with the body's internal systems, but can also counteract the effects of other cannabinoids, such as THC. So, for example, okay, if you happen to get too high <laughs> and you want to pull it back a little bit because you feel it getting out of control, now, you're not at green out situation, but you're getting there. Like you can feel it going that way. And you decide, hey man, I need to draw it back a little bit, right? CBG is the thing that you want to use to draw it back a little bit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It sort of straightens you out. But when you smoke it, that's after when you smoke it with something where it's infused with it or like you add a little CBG flower to the actual joint you roll, it'll actually enhance the high but keep it like calm and uplifting. It's pretty cool. You should try it out. Um, so yeah, so it binds to everything and it can counteract it can counteract at the right if used at the right time it can counteract THC. I found it also helps if you're drinking and you roll a joint of CBG, just straight CBG, it brings you back. Like, it obviously doesn't make you undrunk, <laughs> okay? But it straightens out your head a little bit. Because uh, as far as I understand it, CBG is like a, a neuroproductor, a, 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 sorry, not a neuroproductor. <laughs> What's the word for it? Um, a neuroprotector and a mood enhancer as well. Now, getting into it. Okay, so weed fact number two. At a glance, CBG may seem like a variation of CBD, as they are both... Hold on a sec here. There we go. Uh, at a glance, CBG uh, may seem like a variation of CBD, as they are both non-intoxicating and exhibit similar anti-inflammatory properties. CBG and CBD don't bind to the same receptors in the body and also differ on a molecular level. Because CBG can bind to the same receptors as THC, 
It can potentially address issues that pertain to the nervous system, including conditions mentioned above, which I did not put in here because I'm dumb. <laughs> but if you go to the article, <laughs> well, I'll post it online so you can check it out. It will list a bunch of symptoms. A lot of them are like inflammation. Um, it does something with your neural pathways as a neuroprotectant. It can, I, as far as I understand it, you have to look into it a little further than I have. But this is a good article to read because apparently it can help with like, um, uh, like if you get a concussion and you're taking the right steps to take care of it as ordered by a doctor and you introduce the use of CBG while practicing those steps, um, it can be beneficial. At least that's from one of the guys at work has told me about it. He got a concussion. He used it. It helped him. His doctor, you know, monitored him. So don't take anything as like, do this for sure. I'm just telling you, if you have the option, ask your doctor. And if you think it'll help, you know, go that way. But it's showing some potential for helping out with, you know, recovery from brain injuries and things like that. All right. Weed fact number three. CBG, inhaling and ingesting cannabis products with a broad spectrum of cannabinoids and terpenes may have better medicinal and recreational efficacy than in isolation, than in, than in isolation. That's confusing. I just got high for a second. Hope you're high. <laughs> I'm going to start that again. We fact number three, dude, I just got so high. I don't know what happened there. Inhaling and ingesting cannabis products with a broad spectrum of cannabinoids and terpenes may have better medicinal and recreational efficacy than in isolation for some individuals. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Dude, I was so slow before. <laughs> Even if what you're consuming isn't CBG dominant, CBG can still contribute to an enjoyable or therapeutic experience. My experience personally with CBG, the first time I really had it was a CBG infused canagar. Dude, that thing was awesome. I was sitting out on the back porch. It was like the fall. I think we had just gone pumpkin picking. It was the perfect time for a cigar and a beer. So I sat down with the cigar. I sat down with the beer. Primarily CBG uh, in this cigar with a little bit of weed, a little CBD, whatever. I smoked this thing. Dude, within like 20 minutes, I felt so great being me. <laughs> I just felt super awesome to be me. <laughs> No explanation. CBG, that's the explanation. It makes you feel great about being you. <laughs> no matter what, it doesn't matter. You could be you could be having like the worst day ever and you get home and you're like, you know what, I just want to smoke this joint. Smoke a CBG mixed joint and like within 15 minutes, you're just going to go, dude, I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> like I'm the baddest motherfucker around. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> So yeah, I suggest you try it out. I've had it in gummies. Gummies do a good job, but I find that smoking it is better. I like it better smoking it. Um, gummies are pretty good. They just take longer. What else? What else have I had it in? I haven't had it in a drink. I think that's it. I think maybe in like some vape pens. No, I haven't had it. Nope, nope, nope. So just in flour or whatever. But in flour, I find it's the most effective. So if you want to try it out, if you're looking for like... Uh, some of the better um, strains that also have CBG in it. Here's a list from these guys on Leafly. Uh, Pink Lemonade. The CBG Blend. Apparently that's a type. The CBG Blend. That's actually a thing. 
Fruit Punch, that's a strain that has CBG in it. Blueberry Muffins has CBG. Animal Cookies has CBG. Uh, White CBG has CBG. <laughs> and Ace of Spades has CBG. So there, those are their, um, yeah, those are the, like, the, those are the biggest deals. What? Justin, stop being high. Focus, dude. I got caught reading the next thing I was going to do. <laughs> Sorry. You know what I should do? I should smoke this fucking pre-roll. All right. So this week, for the pre-roll, I decided to, I would finally try out this Animal Face Infused Blunt. I really like blunts. Especially lately, because like, all the blunts that I've had lately are delicious. Like, uh, they, they, they smoke really well. They're not harsh. They're not this, they're not that. Uh, they're not bad. Sorry. <laughs> and the, the flower's been pretty good. But yeah, that's it. The Animal Face Infused Blunt. We're gonna smoke that shit. What's it look like? Ooh. Ooh. I wouldn't call this a blunt because it's in a little, like, leaf. Looks good though. Let's see if it's actually any good. And it's infused? Dude. This is not infused with CBG, however. <laughs> you know what? That's what I should have done. I should have fucking had a CBD, CBD, a CBG infused joint ready to go, no? Stupid. Next time. <laughs> Next time I'll do that. I'll set up a CBG. If, I don't know what I'm doing, man. I'm just trying to get you talking, thinking about stuff. You know, I talk a lot of shit. I say sometimes dumb stuff. But, like, realistically, I do believe that, you know, we all just got to chill the fuck out. Let everybody do their thing. As long as you're not a mass murderer trying to hurt other people and you're just trying to have a good time, make money, do whatever, just do that shit. Try not to be mean to people, you know. But, like, if somebody's mean to you, also, like, deal with it. Move on. It's not the end of the world. You don't know if that person's having a bad day and they just say some stupid shit that they don't necessarily believe. You know, things like that. Like, sometimes you just gotta let stuff slide. Fight for a big cause. For the massive cause. Like, not these stupid little battles about, you know, whether or not people should be accepting more than what science or less than what science tells you. I don't know. I'm just saying. Be skeptical, but also be reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> that's all also babbles mcgee over here this won't light properly oh no there it's going dude that's pretty tasty so this thing has like a green i'm assuming hemp leaf as a wrap it looks pretty sick it smokes pretty nice actually i'm very surprised but yeah if i don't know if you can I'll try and zoom in on I'll try and zoom in on it and see if I can get you to a good picture, but I don't know. We'll see. You'll have to follow me on Instagram, baby. Thoughts off the stem. <laughs> so okay, so here's some uh here's a couple interesting facts from uh academictips.org. I'll put this up too. Uh, so number one, Hydra and Aquatic, oh no, wait, <laughs> I tricked myself, I'm also stupid, <laughs> dude, 
sometimes when you like, you know, prep for things, you should actually think about how you're prepping for things. Because <laughs> sometimes you leave a little note that makes no sense to the next thing. Hold on. So no, I have <laughs> at some point going to move on to the do for real facts. That's right. This week's do for real facts. I was almost going to read off as CBG benefits, even though that would have been funny, funny because it would have made no fucking sense. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoy CBD, CBG with a little THC. You know what the surprising thing was about the Canagar was that there was what, like, I think it was 15% THC, a low percentage or a, well, about the same percentage of CBG, and then, a, uh, I think, a smaller portion of CBD in this, like, two-gram cigar joint that was, you know, full of CBG. Anyway, the high from the weed part of it, you could tell, what because it for when you smoke something like that, the weed high sort of settles in first, and then all of a sudden you get this, like, emphasized weed high. You know what I mean? It, it, like you're, you're, oh, I'm good, dude. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh, I'm good. And I'm really awesome too, bro. <laughs> That's where you get to really quickly is what I'm saying. Especially off, especially off these CBG joints. They're like, I know this isn't it. I'm looking at it like it is, but I'm just thinking back to that cigar. It was really good. This hemp leaf thing is actually pretty nice too. This can animal, uh, caramel and animal face infused blunt I saw a discussion online the other day that was talking about can you actually identify or consider a you know hemp leaf rolled joint a blunt because a blunt is supposed to be a cigar wrap that's the original name for it you know what I mean like you don't call a dab a bong hit um so I don't know. What do you what do you think the situation is? Like I would call it a blunt, I think. I think I would stick with blunt. It's still very blunt like. Like it doesn't, you know, the the flavor actually I think is well, it's more earthy. Like I find a cigar blunt has has more of that obviously a tobacco flavor but it has more of like that peppery um hash kind of pull to it whereas this stuff has more how would you say it how would you explain it the weed looks really good too because the ash is burning like really white or gray which means that obviously that's one of your telltale signs that uh shit is actually cured well too and that's a pre-roll so take that for what it's worth i mean this if i were to say if i were to recommend something i would definitely recommend this joint right now it hits nice too and it is a full sativa yeah that's good shit now what would i say for this blunt i would say for this blunt See, yeah, I wouldn't call it a blunt. You know why I wouldn't call it a blunt? Because it doesn't have the pull like it. Like, it's closer to a three-paper style pull 
than it is to a blunt style pull. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go and smoke a three paper, <laughs> take a pull, <laughs> then roll a blunt, smoke a blunt, take a pull, <laughs> then you'll know exactly what I'm saying. But it's still nice. It just, you know what it doesn't do? That's what it doesn't do. It doesn't accentuate, like it, okay. It doesn't add to the flavor of what you're smoking. Whereas a blunt adds to the flavor of what you're smoking. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but I would still recommend it. It's still a nice smoke. And it's infused, so you can guarantee, woo, later. I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably be bouncing off the walls for a bit. You know what we should do, though? Is we should talk about some, like, things. <laughs> for real, dude. <laughs> We should talk about some things, some stuff. You know, that you may... That you may or may not have known. Things that are going to blow your mind, for real, dude. <laughs> dude, for real. <laughs> I still haven't figured out a good way to intro that. One day. Maybe there is no good way. Maybe it just stays corny forever. What do you think? <laughs> Alright. Dude, for real. This is actually from academictips.org slash interesting dash facts slash 46 dash interesting dash facts dash you dash probably don't know. There's dashes in between don't and no and probably. <laughs> Forward slash at the end of that. <laughs> This is number one, the fact that you don't, may or may not know. Don't know? Don't know. Shouldn't know. May know? I don't know. <laughs> Hydra is an aquatic creature that uh, is the, sorry, an a, hi, a, mm, hi. <laughs> My name's Justin. I'm stoned. <laughs> Just wanted to let you know. Okay, let me do this again. <laughs> Dude, for real fact, number one. Ah, uh, hi. Hydra, an aquatic creature, is the only living creature that never die. Yep. <laughs> According to this article, and I'll put it on tots420.com, where you can check it out under Dude For Real Facts and judge for yourself. <laughs> Alright. It regenerates, replacing its cells with the fresh ones. That's right. With the fresh ones? No, with fresh ones. So it just re keeps regenerating over and over and never dies. Why haven't we been taken over by them? Don't know. I feel like if they never die... Why aren't there more? Also, I don't remember what that is because I put it in like five days ago. <laughs> so, when you look up the article, you'll actually get to see what it is. Alright. <laughs> Do for real fact number two. There are 318 billion... 979,564,000 possible ways to play the first four moves per side in chess. Yep. Dude, that's why I don't play chess. 
fuck chess. <laughs> but also, if you think about it, everybody uses it as like a comparison to life. That just tells you there's no one right way to do shit. <laughs> like, we forget everything, you know. There's things that we do, we learn from life. The things that we apply to our life are things that we've learned from doing those things. We have a direct association and thought process that is built around doing the things for years and years. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, call me Nancy. <laughs> and if you don't, fuck you. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Give it time. It will come around. I'm just saying. Everybody's so pent up about shit. And then meanwhile, you should be getting mad at what I get mad at. That's what you should be getting mad at. Not this, like, call me this or call me that bullshit. You should be getting mad at the guy that leaves his fucking shopping cart in the middle of the fucking aisle and walks over to the side to go pick his fucking buns. Are you kidding me, dude? Take the cart with you. <laughs> Why do I have to stop because you left your shit in the middle of a spot to go feel on fucking bread? Fuck you. Get your ass back over here, get your cart, and fuck off, okay? That's enough of that shit. I'm tired of people doing that. Stop doing that. Stop it. <laughs> Take your cart where you go when you're at any store. If you have a cart with you, keep it with you. Keep it beside you, in front of you, I don't care. Tie it to your fucking ass and walk it behind you. I don't give a shit. Just make sure that cart is with you. Do not leave it. I'm going to throw the next cart that I fucking see. I can't believe people do that shit. They know people are coming behind them too. Like, especially on a weekend when, like, there's one guy at the front, he's looking at the lettuce. Do, 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 do. He's walking into the lettuce. Oh, lettuce. But there's, like, 10 people behind trying to, like, get out of the nut section. <laughs> and this motherfucker's like, oh, lettuce. Leaves his cart and goes this way. It's like the equivalent of a traffic jam when the guy in front of you all of a sudden moves because he realizes he can't brake in time. And then you go crashing into the dude's cart. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Traffic jams in in shopping in stores should be prevented. Take your cart with you. <laughs> Stop leaving your cart in the middle of shit. Okay? Ugh. I'm all high. I don't remember where that came from. <laughs> oh yeah, it came from the fact that there are 318 billion 979 million 564,000 possible ways to play the first four moves per side in chess. <laughs> That's a little insight of how my brain works. <laughs> All right, do for real fact number 3. The bulletproof vest was actually invented by a pizza delivery guy from Detroit, USA after he was shot twice on the job. I mean, that kind of makes sense. If you get shot twice, you're going to do something about it, especially if you live and that thought hasn't been around yet. I get that. <coughs> Dude, for real fact number four. Each king in a deck of playing cards represent great, represents great kings from history. Spades is king of da King David. <laughs> Clubs is Alexander the Great. Hearts is Charlemagne. Diamonds, Julius Caesar. There you go. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that till I looked it up. I don't play cards that often. But, you know, I didn't know that. Did you know that? I feel dumb if you knew that. It's not cool. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, number five. <laughs> Dude, for real. <laughs> I didn't know if you knew this or not. <laughs> but you can't kill yourself by holding your breath. That's right. <laughs> your body will automatically 
breathe again when you I don't even know if you can make yourself pass out maybe probably but your body will just go <gasps> when you're asleep because <laughs> brains <laughs> okay dude for real fact number six like fingerprints everyone's tongue print is also different so think about that you have what have you licked lately <laughs> Do you think, oh, I'll get away with this if I just lick it? No. Now if you lick food, you can know that they'll catch you because your tongue print's on it. If you lick someone's hard-boiled egg, tongue print. <laughs> Take that shit down to CSI, bitch. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So... Fingerprints and tongue prints can get you in shit. Watch out what you do. <laughs> do for real fact number seven. The first product to have a barcode was Wrigley's gum. Ah, I bet you didn't know that. Okay, maybe you did. I don't know. I didn't know it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Dude for real fact number eight. Dentists have recommended that a toothbrush be kept at least six feet away from a toilet to avoid airborne particles resulting from the flush. Now, that's not new. And I hope that that's not a fact that people don't know. <laughs> like, forget the fact that a dentist wanted you to do that. Just like, I think you would know better. Don't put your toothbrush beside your toilet. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not common sense, like, I don't know. Just wanted to remind everyone out there, in case you weren't sure, don't do that. Don't put it by the toilet. Why? Poo particles will fly on your toothbrush, and then you're brushing your teeth with poo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ed, do for real fact number nine, turtles can breathe through their butts. I don't know if that's real, <laughs> but it was on this website <laughs> academictips.org <laughs> so saying that they're academic I would imagine that they looked into this I read theirs put it on here thinking it was pretty funny some of them and that's where that came from <laughs> so you can check out tots420.com and you can check out the weed facts section for the weed facts about CBG with an article that you actually should read because it's actually really good at, at explaining CBG how it reacts and what it helps with um, you can check that out at tots420.com, weed, uh, in the weed facts section, and you can check this silliness out <laughs> at tots420.com in, um, the dude for real section, because who knows if some of this is real or not, but there's a bigger list, like, there's funny shit on there, if you're high and have nothing else to do, seriously, that's what I do, I got three kids, man, I got nothing else, <laughs> All I do is look up stupid shit, get high, and parent them. And hopefully raise decent humans. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So I hope you enjoyed the sesh. Because <coughs> those... <coughs> oh my god, where's the cough coming from now? Because those are my thoughts off the stem for this week. Thank you for joining me, Justin Baroni on Friday, on your 420, to start your weekend off right on Thoughts Off the Stem. And I hope you come back next week on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, YouTube, the WeTube, wherever you get a podcast, it's out there, baby. Until next time, as always, 
<laughs> and I will be back more. I'm going to do more of these. Hopefully you enjoy them. Hopefully it's fun. Hopefully you understand that, you know, this is all just an opinion. It doesn't really mean anything. Just like the stupid arguments in like social circles about, you know, this person, that person, <laughs> this shit's happening, that shit's happening. We've got bigger fish to fry, people, <laughs> than arguing back and forth. So yeah, so I'll be back a little more, trying to figure out some more time to do this. Hopefully not leave such big gaps. I hope everybody enjoyed their Christmas. Thank you for coming back um, and holding out. I promise you I'm trying to do better. It's taken forever, but we'll get there. Uh, and yeah, until next time, as always, keep your lids. Oh, wait, haha, <laughs> psych. <laughs> Don't forget to check out Tots420.com for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw that in. I don't know why. I feel like a dork. I'm in a fucking mood now. Are you not in a mood? Did you not sit through this whole thing thinking like, fuck, I'm high now. This is enjoyable. We're just hanging out. You know? That's all I'm saying. I'm enjoying the hang. It's been a while since I've been able to do this. But anyway, until next time, keep your lids low, baby. <laughs>